0: What's going on everybody? Um, just wanted to jump on here and record a short little episode. Um, I've really enjoyed the past couple that Mike have put, that he's put out. Um, it's kind of not the most fun doing it by yourself, but can always look forward to the day where we reconnect um, after this little social distancing pause. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of put out a few thoughts, maybe not all related to coronavirus and all that craziness, but Definitely, some thoughts that are related to what we're kind of dealing with. Um, one of the thoughts that's top of mind for me is like the idea. I think this was a Jim Rohn quote, and I know I've talked about him in the past. But how basically, there's the pain of discipline, or there's the pain of regret, and you have to think about that is just reality. I mean, it's like you either need to put in the put in the work, be disciplined. Or you're going to regret it in life. There's really no middle ground. Um, And I would say the pain of regret is far more agonizing and difficult than the pain of discipline. Um, One of the things I think about with that is like nursing homes. And how if you walk around a nursing home and talk to people about like where they fall on that skill. I bet there's a lot of interesting stories. Maybe a few... um, where they, you know, live their life exactly how they wanted to. They were disciplined, they just achieved and you know, they're happy. But I would I think there's a lot of people in nursing homes that will tell you about the regrets they have and how, you know, for them they feel like it's too late. So um just thinking about during this quarantine like which one's it going to be? Which one's it going to be for me? Which one's it going to be for you? Um you kind of you know, if you don't do the things that you need to do, you're going to look back and regret it. For me to be completely honest, like I'm not as locked in on my diet and my exercise as I was before the quarantine. So I know that, um, you know, coming out of this, if I don't, if I don't get locked in quick, I'm going to, I'm going to regret that. Um, one of the things to think about is, you know, what are you actually doing during this time to better yourself, to better your you know, maybe your financial picture, your family or, you know, just life in general. Um, That thing is probably something that you would say you fear and how, you know, whatever you fear, you just got to go after, you got to run towards it and you got to run towards it as fast as you possibly can. Um, Because the thing that you fear, once you run towards it and once you reach it and you actually you know, the result of that is going to be courage and courage is going to be one of those benefits that you're going to have your entire life. And so, you know, if for no other reason, you run towards that fear as fast as you can just to prove to yourself that you had the courage to do it. Um, And I don't know what that thing is. You know, it's different for everybody. Um, I mean, right now, this is the perfect opportunity to just go for it. Like (laughs) you have the time. Um, you can't really use that excuse anymore. I can't use that excuse anymore. Um, you know, if before the quarantine you were saying, well, if only I worked from home, if only I wasn't, you know, running around and shuttling my kids from one practice to the next and from one activity to the next, those days are over. <laughs> you have the time. There's no more of that excuse about not having time. Um and when you really boil it down, like that is so valuable. I mean, they, they always say time's more valuable than money, but it truly is. Like you can always get more money, but once your time's up, it's up. So you got to really focus in on what you're doing with your time. And I do too. I'm not, I'm not preaching to anybody. I'm <laughs> saying this to myself. Um, so maybe, you know, the thought is, well, I have no ideas. Like, what should I be doing? And I was actually having this conversation with my high schooler at lunch, you know, thinking about her future. It's like, um, one of the ways to kind of get to that thing, I would say, is what do people say about you? So what do your friends say about you? Uh, Maybe what do people that you're close, you know, family members say about you? Versus what do you say about you? Because... Um. what other people say that you would be good at is I would say a lot of times a better idea than what you think like you would probably brush it off that thing that maybe a friend says you'd be really good at XYZ and you're thinking to yourself I don't know like that was nice of you to say but that's that's just not me when in reality your internal dialogue is probably a lie <laughs> and that external dialogue is pro- there's probably more truth than that and that's because, you know, our internal dialogue is full of lies and they're lies that have been in our brain since we were kids. So I would say, like, think about that. Like, what is the thing people say I'm good at? What is the thing that kind of makes me stand out in their minds and then think, OK, well, maybe they're right. And If you say, oh, well, nobody ever says anything nice about me. Well, then go ask. Go ask a friend, go ask a family member and just say, hey, you know, what are my strengths? What do you think I'm good at? Um, I would say just a personal story is that uh, I always kind of told myself I wasn't good at communication. I was a. I was a kind of a shy kid, an introvert, wasn't like – didn't have maybe the most friends in high school. Um, so I guess my internal dialogue was like the last thing I would ever do would be like speaking or, you know – doing a podcast or (laughs) on stage or anything like that. Um, But then as I started doing more like presentations as I got older in life, I would get feedback of like, hey, you've got a really like a good presentation style. I enjoyed, you know, what you said about this or that or um, people kind of saying, hey, you're a pretty good like speaker and presenter. And I always thought, oh, you know, that's nice of you to say, but like I know the truth. (laughs) And in my mind, I wasn't. Um, So... For me, like I still don't see myself as a great speaker, but one of the things I kind of have learned is that communication—you can be a really good communicator without being a good speaker because um, communication is a two-part process. So, if you're if you're an introvert like me and more shy, like you can become a good listener, right? Because communication is about speaking and listening, and if you focus on your listening skills those are probably more important at the end of the day anyway. I mean, people that are good listeners um, can expect just as much success as any good speaker. Um, My wife, she had a story about like her, um, with her, she teaches fitness classes and people would always say, you know, you just bring so much energy. I just love your energy. She'd always get that feedback in class. You just, the energy is crazy. But in her mind, she was thinking like... (laughs) Well, I don't really feel that energized, you know. I've got four kids. Maybe I spent the whole day like cleaning dirty diapers and, you know, you know, whatever. All this kid stuff and by the time I make it to the gym to teach my class, like the last thing I feel like is a ball of energy. But people would say that, "Oh, always oh, so much energy." And so you got to like you got to listen to what they're saying and realize that that's just a gift that you have. Um so You know, maybe another way to think about this. Like, what should you be doing right now? Like, what is the thing you tell yourself you could never do? You know, what is that? It's different for everybody. And is that because you actually can't do it or because you fear it? Because I'll tell you, you can do anything you set your mind to. And that thing (laughs) that you fear, people out there have done it. And people have done it with the exact same fear. The difference, maybe at this point, is that they pushed past the fear um, and realized that it's not about fearlessness, it's about courage. So you may hear that person say, Oh, I'm fearless. You know, I got no fear, whatever. Like, people who say that, obviously, like I'm pulling the BS card, like, everybody has fear. It's just. Really, the key is courage in the face of fear, is the place where we all want to get to. Um, and you know, it's not fun. Like, you, you actually have to be willing to face public humiliation for success. You can't find success without risking that. Um, so, like Mike and I always talk about, it, if your ego's too big, well, it's going to be difficult because you have to risk that public humiliation. Um, And you have to get to the place where you're betting on yourself. Like, you can't go out there. I think a lot of people, and I've probably been in that place, where you want other people to bet on you. Like, oh, if only they just believed in me or they saw what I see in myself. People, You know, I want to meet that person and maybe they'll bet on me. No, no, it's backwards. You bet on yourself. And once you've bet on yourself and you've taken the steps, then other people are going to start to bet on you. Um, And, you know... You can say, well, it's just right now is not the time because it's, you know, things are stressful. Like that would just be one more thing. That would just be one more stressful thing in my life. Well, what sort of stress do you want? You know, they're the same stress, <laughs> whether you're going for something big or something small, it's the same stress. And actually doing nothing is stressful. Doing nothing is actually probably more stressful. So just do it you know it'll be stressful you, you know you'll have fear but you just got to just got to go for it um you know if you're thinking about like what are some ideas i would say for you know success in life boils down to a couple simple skills and those are leadership and sales so think to yourself like what could i sell how could i lead um you know maybe you don't have a business in place but there's a direct sales or network marketing company it's kind of a plug and play business where All you have to do is sell. And all you have to do is lead someone else to be able to sell. So maybe it's like a a skincare product that you like, or maybe it's a nutrition supplement, or maybe it's a, you know, those people that do the essential oils. Maybe there's an oil that you love. And you think, well, like the person that I got it from, like I could never do that. That person, you know, they've, they're good at sales. They're good at, you know, they can lead others. Yeah, you can. You can do it. And you actually have to make those things happen for you before you can ever make anything happen for others. Think about that. If you can't make things happen for yourself, you can't make things happen for others. Because that belief that you generate in yourself is what's needed. Uh, just a couple just a couple closing thoughts. Um, you know, our problem with this crisis, is not the crisis. Our problem is that the crisis is all that we see. The crisis is all that we're focused on. So start looking past it. Start focusing on other things and start making good decisions. Um, you know, today's decisions are tomorrow's realities. I'll say that again. Today's decisions are tomorrow's realities. Till next time, everyone.